<laughs> Run it. Did I say fuck on the podcast? No. It's like, <laughs> this is a Christian podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Yo. Episode 39. Hey. First episode of the new year. Allison Koku podcast. Happy New Year. Okay. Happy New Year. <laughs> is there a New Year's? There's no New Year's songs. Uh, <laughs> There's no Thanksgiving songs either. I don't know why I said that. Like, well, I don't know why. My, my first thought was 1999 by Prince. I was like, that's oh, not a New Year's song. That's a Millennium song. I feel like Blonde is a New Year's album. What? Yeah. Care to elaborate? Brad, just that's like the perfect like transitional album. Uh. <laughs> you don't listen. You don't listen to Blonde. That, that's like that's like me. That's like me we're not. We're not in the wrong. That's, we're not in the wrong. No, but that's like me transitioning to the dark place. <laughs> not like yeah. into a new year. I feel like it's like a summer to fall. Like it's a, a fall yeah. solstice album. Yes, oh, it came out in, no. in in August. So now yeah. I associate it with like the the transition from summer 16 to fall when everything went to shit. You've been listening oh, to it man. wrong, Alex. You've been listening to nah, it wrong. Hey, maybe I've been listening to it right. I don't know. This is why Yo. Frank will make new music because of people like you. <laughs> Come on. This guy stinks. <laughs> you, uh, uh, I guess I'll introduce myself and then we can go around. Uh, I'm Alex of the alex and koku um yeah happy to be here with y'all <laughs> we're happy to have you alex and i'm coming in on your right koku how's it going <laughs> uh, the second half of the alex and koku podcast so yeah i love it you've probably heard a uh probably heard a new voice on the podcast today we have a special guest our first guest of the new year first episode of the new year starting Exciting. with a guest got the homie emmy on the podcast today emmy tell us about yourself oh man i'm like, this is like let's the get first existential cool. real quick like so i'm really scared of dying <laughs> just oh <laughs> just, yeah um, Alex um, therapy get in there <laughs> Let's talk about um, it. But yes, I'm Emmy. I'm so excited to be here. Um, bear with me, everyone. This is my first ever podcast. Um, so, you know, we've, we're just, we're, we're really getting into it. Kicking off the year strong. Um, I'm getting over something. So don't mind the the raspiness. Um, trying to like embrace it, you know, be a jazz singer like Koku, maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Um, Yo, Koku is on his jazz shit. Yeah, let me let me, let me tell y'all. I'm about to be on my um, whole train. My oh my god, I can't name another jazz artist. <laughs> Koku Thelonious Monk over here, my yeah, boy. Name, yes. name three artists. Na- <laughs> Want to get in this? Name three <laughs> jazz artists. Um, whole train. We got um. Oh, are we talking like contemporary jazz, blue jazz? We hey. can talk Kamasi Washington, Robert Glasper, Goldrain. I got I got a couple hey. under my belt. Well, like is Jazz Koku in the room with us tonight? Yeah, I'm about to start <laughs> scatting. Watch out. <laughs> Dwight, you, like, you like you like jazz, name every artist. 
ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. This podcast like 10 hours of me trying to find out. I actually have been listening to the epic by Kamasi Washington a lot. It's oh, been, it's so been, good. It's been heavy oh. on the on the spins lately. So Alex, oh you and I were talking gosh. about it recently. So good. So good. Yeah. Like, shout out. Shout out Kamasi Washington. Yeah. I, I, I would love to like just see what he's about because I, I haven't looked up any interview. He's the type of person like I don't want to see an interview of him because I, I I enjoy the the mystique, the mysteriousness of it all. Because like I, I just don't want to like. It's not like he. I don't imagine he'll ruin anything by saying something, but I just like not knowing about him. It feels good just just to hear what he does instead of actually hearing what he says. How do y'all approach that usually? Like, are y'all the type where you're like, you learn a new artist or something, you go and like watch everything, read everything on them, or you kind of like, uh, I'd rather not know, or like somewhere in the middle? I think somewhere in the middle. I think I think it depends on on how the music resonates with me and like I guess how almost how I like want that artist to sit with me and have that artist experience, right? So like, you know, like like the the Kamasi is great a great example because yeah, I, I haven't seen any kind of uh, interviews or anything with him, but I'm like, you know what? I really like this for what it is. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just great to listen to. I'm just really enjoying, you know, the the instrumentality of everything that's going on here, and that's that's more than enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like other artist experiences, which Alex was surprised. We made it maybe three minutes without me bringing up Ethel Kane. Amazing. It was going ha- <laughs> to happen. happen. We made it three whole minutes. Um, like, for example, I listened to, you know, like one single and I was like, I need to know your social security number in the next 10 minutes. Um, and I will not rest until I am like a Wikipedia page for your entire background. So I guess, yeah, I guess it really depends on, you know, how I want to like build that like parasocial relationship almost. (laughs) And like you do it in such like a, like a, you don't realize you're kind of doing it like that, like that, that choice you're making without even realizing of how you choose to engage with an artist or with anything, right? And so, yeah, I guess I would I would put myself in the middle. Like that, Koku. How about you? I think I'm in the middle as well. Like I said with Kamasi Washington, I'm cool with just enjoying the music and not learning too much about the person. But with someone like Earl, man, I I would I wouldn't know where he stays. I wouldn't be in his sheets when he goes to bed at night because <laughs> I think he's just so interesting. I think there's a lot of like unknown things about him that. I do want to know. And um, there's this TikTok account by this producer, Black Noise. And sometimes he puts Earl on him. And that feels uncomfortable to watch. Not because like he's doing anything weird, but it's just like he's like just happy. Like I don't want to like, not that I don't want to see him happy, but like I feel like I shouldn't be in this presence of him just like kind of kicking it, chilling it. I was talking to like the homie Nick about it. And he's like, yeah, this feels weird. Like just seeing him on his day-to-day routine, this doesn't, I shouldn't be here. But I want to hear interviews. I want to see how he's doing, how his family's doing, his, his music, and yeah, I'm. It's weird. It's, I'm at, at um extreme poles on both directions. Like yeah, either I want to know I nothing, that. or I want to. I want to be in your know girdle. Everything your girdle. Yeah, I want to. I want to be there. That's crazy. <laughs> I love that. Ask me to the group yeah. chat. I need to know. Tell yeah. me. <laughs> me to the group chat. <laughs> yeah. I need to know. I would love to be in Earl Sweatshirt's group chat. I just know that it's pure, just peak comedy. 
silliness. He's just, I want to be friends with silly people. That's it. That's my, yes. that's my, yo. Um, like, I need to know, like, I'm sure Earl's sending like insane gifts. Like, oh, I know. Oh, the videos that like the dark side of the internet hasn't even seen. <laughs> yeah, he's on, he's on Reddit, deep Reddit. Deep. Yeah. Nah. Goofy guys and gals only in 2023. That's, that's, that's what we on. Who do you that's stalk? What, what celebrity do you stalk, Alex? Because I feel like you're <laughs> you're the type to like know everything about. Uh, oh, I'm a artist. I'm an I'm an obsessive type person. <laughs> um, yeah, Emmy brought up Ethel Kane. I feel like I've read every article that's been put out on her. Uh, Earl, I've been on like a definite like Earl kick. I feel like anything I see of his that like comes up on the feed, I'm always always tapping in. Uh, this one's fresh because I just watched the new episode, but like any like action Bronson, fuck mm. that's delicious. Like, um, I'm in it. I feel like in that same vein, Zach Fox is like another one where it's like anything, anything Zach, however it shows up, Avid Elementary, Internet People Live, I'm trying to. I'm trying to soak it all, trying to soak it all up like a like a sponge. Hey. I think hey. Charles Gambino too. I think we kind of we both were talking about him earlier this week. How back when because the internet came out, um, because it's his ten year anniversary coming up in December. How we were listening to the album on repeat, just reading the screenplay, looking at interviews, trying to decipher every minuscule detail of it. Like that was the time where I, I think Brad probably kickstarted. Like oh wait, oh wait. If I learn more about an artist, I can probably um, understand their project a little more. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought I was. I had, it was at the time, the time that it came out, it was like my first time that I had ever, and probably maybe only time that I had ever like grown my hair out. So I had like the fro uh, for Halloween. I was like, I'm gonna just be Gambino. And so I threw on like the, you know, the the short sleeve button up <laughs> and did the whole pose of him sitting in the chair or whatever. If you have that picture, little, little, you gotta you uh, gotta add it on the gram. You gotta add yeah, it on the uh, <laughs> on the Instagram page. Yeah. We'll dr- I'll yeah. drop it, drop Side it in the group chat, send it in the gram. It'll be great. <laughs> but uh yeah, nah, I I mean that yeah. I feel like Gambino is another, he's one of those where it's like, he's such a, such an enigma that you're mm-hmm. like, any breadcrumb I can pick up about you, please just let me like understand a little bit more what it is you're trying to do. I feel like, yeah, it's a, it's like the artists um, that kind of teeter on the line of like, they don't really, they're not super active, but they spoon feed you just enough to kind mm-hmm. of keep you going. And they like, they're like, I, I, they haven't put a project out in a while, but like, it's still, you're still holding on. So any little sliver you can get, you're just like, I will take this. Oh yeah. I'm I will nibbling. listen to it. I'm nibbling. I am nibbling. I am, I am rationing. <laughs> I am making this work. We are, we are freezing it and defrosting and making oh, it yeah. work oh, throughout yeah. the winter. <laughs> Leftovers, please. So I feel oh, about man. Justin Vernon. He doesn't, he doesn't Ooh. interview very often. He doesn't do, he doesn't really, uh, Justin Vernon, um, Boney oh, Bear. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 He said um, Duncan Vernon. I was like, is that, it sounds like a Dunkin' Donuts. Employee. He's, 
Nah, he started Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> America, <laughs> America runs on forever, forever, forever. <laughs> on Dun- shout out Duncan Vernon. <laughs> Duncan Vernon. Duncan Vernon, Casey Lane. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it you is. can get your, you can go to Duncan Vernon, get get a Charlie with old <laughs> Yes, <milk. laughs> yes. But yes, yeah, just a yeah. great um, I can just listen to him talk about music forever. Same thing. It's just like this enigma of just, just sound. I'm like, you are like, like living like synesthesia. Like, I don't know how, like you are like taking just experience and transcendence between just sound and instrument. And it is incredible. And just listening to him talk about it is like watching like, like a, like a genius at work. And it's, it's amazing. And it's, yeah. But he doesn't do it very often. So whenever we no. get like any little interview or any little touch point of his, I'm like, how do I mainline this for the next like 18 months? Yeah. And his voice is just so damn cool. Like anytime he talks or like even those crumbs that he gave us on those Taylor Swift projects is like, ah, oh. like when he goes in, you know, of course, like Bonnie Vare, like we got used to kind of hearing that like higher register, but like his mm-hmm. deeper talking voice is like, yeah, sounds very add, satisfying. You know, I was gonna add, I haven't heard him speak. Is he like talking reverb? Like, is, he, is his voice? Like, <laughs> well, he's yeah, like he literally from... sounds like creaks when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he from? Like Wisconsin? Mm-hmm, yeah, oh. he's from Wisconsin. He's actually like tried to run for office there. He's like, yes, he's like such a, he lives like in a cabin in the woods and it's just like the ultimate, just like union, like I support like the Wisconsin blue collar worker and is like, does so much advocacy for his community. I'm like, who even are you? Like, I'm like, you're not a real person. You're just like, like air in a flannel making words and sounds <laughs> happen. It's it's incredible. Oh. Um, I've had the pleasure of seeing him live three times. And it, yeah, and it is just, it really is such a insane experience. And like, even the shows too, like, you're not like, it's not like like you're in a crowd, like whatever, like you are seated and you are just like taking it all in. It really is. It's such an incredible experience. And like, he sounds just as good live that is you could possibly imagine, but maybe better. Uh, I want to, I want to see him, but. I remember uh, a coworker put me onto, I forget the album, but it was like Six to Six Down was on it and like Apartment, like the very strange album names. I remember like before going to work, I was listening to it. And like when Six 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 Down came on, I was like outside of Erasing Canes listening to it, just like <laughs> the shed in a tear. It was like, this, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. On campus. It was wild. I have a very, was it? Oh man. Oh shoot. Is that from that same album? Mm-hmm. I remember I was like when I was living in Colorado, like after I graduated from college, Elizabeth had come out from Ohio to come like hang out for the weekend or whatever. And it was one of those things where we were like long distance. And I knew like we were probably both going to end up in Ohio at some point. But I was like, maybe just maybe like if I show her enough things while we're out here, like, she'll want to move. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we took this drive out to uh, like Maroon Bells, just like, you know, like beautiful, like mountainscape. Uh, and while we're like driving out there, you're like going through 
um, you're going through like there's kind of surrounded by like all these mountains and kind of the road is like winding. And we were listening to that album because I hadn't heard it yet. And Eight Circle came on and like we we're going through and it was kind of like you couldn't really see much of like where we were like driving. And then it was almost like the same time that the hook on the song hit, it like opened up into like the full like mountainscape and like that will forever be like one of my like favorite songs just off of the pure like theatrics of that moment damn sounds beautiful <laughs> absolutely well, beautiful. i'm like i'm actually sorry i think i'm gonna have to go cry for a second and- <laughs> <laughs> yo shout out shout out bonnie bear shout out 22 a million 22 a million list. yeah it's like, yeah, we're going back to Ohio. She's like, pack it up, Duncan Vernon. We're, we're, we're leaving. This man's weeping through. He's weeping on the road. He can't stay here. He's emotionally unwell. An existential experience driving his car. And it's like, all right, I got to get back. I got to get back. Like, right, hey, we, I'm supposed to be at the airport. Like, hey, I actually have to go check into my flight. There's no Wi-Fi. What are you doing? no service oh well 22 million before we get too too deep into this um usually we start off by talking about you know what what we've been listening through like throughout the week or i guess hey the start of the year it's been about two weeks at the time of recording so um who wants to start it off what what have we been bumping so far emmy after you please all right well i'll i'll start us off um as a couple, a couple of these, you know, we've, we've talked about it, um, but been bumping that. Um, I, I actually, I actually jotted this down. I knew this moment was coming, so I was ready. I came prepared. Uh, Studied guest. <laughs> yes, that's it. right. Yes. Um, so been bumping that Romare. I think I'm saying that right. That Ooh. EP I sent you. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. Know, he, he kind of like exists at the 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 like the, the intersection of like like electronic but like there's a lot of like r&b and almost like kind of jazz kind of like coded kind of uh sounds happening in there it's really cool it's uh it's called love songs there's a part one and part two so yeah there's one song on the part one ep that's like in his like top five on spotify or whatever so it's like in a playlist of mine and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna i'm gonna get into this so um that has been um it's been on the the replay still kind of in the uh the stormzy album um so that was good i had it i I just flew back from new york last week um so i had it downloaded and i listened to it on the plane again i was like this is just really good and it's like um, I feel like even kind of the later tracks on the album too, like Bad Blood, um, were really, I was like, oh, like, uh, you know, because initially I was like, you know, Fire and Water, like, this is what I mean. Like, those, you know, kind of those first couple, like, hook tracks I was, you know, kind of, like, repeating. But yeah. I listened to the album in full and I was like, oh, there's just, like, a lot, like, layered here. It's really, really good. It's, it's a really just beautifully crafted album and I'm like newer to, you know, Stormzy. So, I mean, I, I know, I've known who he is and, and everything. Um, but like this album, I'm like really, really like just pleasantly, just absolutely loving. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot on that project that it's just like, it's one of those that I'm like, all right, this will probably, this will probably stick around for a while just in terms of like how there are, I feel like there's a solid through line with it, but there are yeah. enough like different sounds on it and different kind of expressions of it that it's like, all right, I can bounce around and like find something new with every listen. Yeah, totally. So that's been, that's been just a really nice one to kind of continue to get just re-familiar with. And like, yeah, every, I feel like every time I listen start to finish, I'm like, Oh, like this, this is really, this is really cool. And there's so much of like that, the piano backing and, a lot of just like the violin work and the orchestral kind of undertones to it that I just really gravitate towards just in any music. Anytime there's any sort of like violin or piano kind of in it, I'm I'm always like so pulled to to that kind of sound. Um, so that for sure. And then um, my last one is actually something that the YouTube algorithm kind of fed me, um, you know, like in the recommended or whatever. It's this album called um, The Rabbit That Hunts Tiger. <laughs> and it's, it's by this like this band called Yin Yin. And this was when I, I did it. So I did a dive on these because I was like, what is this? Is this like a, a single person? Are we like, are we getting like a, you know, like a Kevin Parker, you know, Tim Impala or is it like a whole band? So it's a whole band and they're very kind of like, cinematic kind of funky like like this vibe music like I, the best way the closest artist I feel like I could compare them to is like Krangbin um but this album is like I I like was reading one of the YouTube comments about it and it was like this is what it sounds like when you're st- in your stomach when you drink kombucha <laughs> and all <laughs> like great great yeah, like perfect. <laughs> and all the all the dudes look like like they would serve you kombucha on tap at like a place in Portland. So it they really look, just they look like cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. I I make kombucha that's so I love dying. <laughs> oh, he's getting mean with the scoby. <laughs> scoby god. I was like, send me that ASAP. I need to hear that. <laughs> Yo. Young Scoby, little Scoby. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, that's good. my that's my rap. So for today. That's all I got. <laughs> what you got, Koku? Um not nothing too different. It's funny. I've been kind of taking it slow of like listening to new new music throughout the year. Uh the start of this year. I did peep, I haven't peeped all Stormzy's album, but I peeped that Sampha's interlude, which I always love. Every time there's like a Sampha interlude or like a Sampha's outro, Sampha's uh brisk Sampha's quinceanera. Give it to I, me. I love it. It's <laughs> Sampha's quinceanera. <laughs> we so need dope. it. Sampha's bar mitzvah. <laughs> yes. Sampha's first day at school. It's just it's beautiful. <laughs> um so I, I I gotta go through and listen to all of that. Um then I was listening to a lot of Aaliyah and um some Monica as well. And I was just interested, like, because both of Missy Elliott and Timbaland had, like, a lot of production on it, on their work. And I was listening to One in a Million, um, Valia. And, like, Timbaland's production on that is insane. Like, he he used a cricket as a hi-hat. Like, it's it's so interesting. Like, the sounds they were using and just, like, manipulating was, like, beautiful. And I, I feel like they don't get heralded nearly as high as they should because they're some of the, the greatest 
like in my opinion like Timberland, just blaze missy elliott these people who like shaped kind of that 2006 alongside with pharrell and kanye like it's they they they're super dope um the other than that um i think that's about it man Not, nothing too special there's this there's this one um meme song that i kind of start listening to again um uh, you probably heard of it it's called resonance by this artist named home and um it's like a vaporwave um like type song like back in like the 2018 20 no like 2014 2015 with like young lean and that kind of era and stuff like the vaporwave sounds really weird really really nostalgic really interesting i was like listen to that it's kind of like a good vibe when you're driving it's hey. cool yeah it's like i mean it's pretty much like um um tame impala um uh, what's that what's that cover that Rihanna did of um his song? Oh cool. it's, it's on a, the anti-album. Oh, it's yeah, really the, bothering me. The last the last track, um like and then uh, da, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Same old, same old mistakes. Yes, same old mistakes, yeah, yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like basically that sound. Um so yeah, along with the era. Just like listen to music like that as well. Uh yeah. Alex, what you got? What you got spinning? Man, 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 man. Uh, let's see. So that Alchemist project he put out recently, Alchemist Sandwich, uh, oh. is really dope. A uh, lot of, lot of fun West Side Gun ad libs on that joint. Uh, I love when he just yells. Like <laughs> there's something. That that just does for my spirit. Just hearing West Side Gun just Yo. absolutely like lose his shit on a track. Uh there's I feel like I had heard this before. Coco, you probably know, but uh he's got a song in there, E. coli with Earl. Yeah, that which I, I feel like oh. was released before. Yeah, like years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I think like this project like had like a number like re-releases on mm. there but like yeah i hadn't heard that song in a minute and mm. i was like damn they make it's a fire really, song it's a fire yeah, song they make great music together um and then let's see what else what else have i been listening to uh this was a track it was dropped red veil dropped it right before Ooh. the end of last year but to yes. the side yes uh it's so good red veil's dope mm-hmm. uh pgc yes, product sir. shout out uh but yeah he's he's really dope um and then i like over the holidays i was on this kesha kick um because i had seen like this uh i had seen like this tweet somebody had tweeted like you know it was kind of this like huge thread of like different like random artists and it was like what's your kesha song or whatever and i was like damn like i have a kesha song uh <laughs> and it's the herald song for anyone listening uh but uh <laughs> i was like i was like damn i haven't gone back and like listened to uh Kesha's shit in a minute and so I was like going back and like listening to like her Cannibal EP and then that got me down just like this rabbit hole uh where like I ended up like 
working on this essay about her, but I hadn't listened to her Rainbow album. Um, really, like I'd heard a few songs off it, but that album's really good. Like, I think that's just like as far as just solid, like musically, a lot of really like great features on there. And just like the songwriting is incredible. Like, yeah, that one was listening back through that and just like kind of having spent some time with Kesha's story. And then you hear that, which I mean, I think it had been like five years or something like that since she had been like allowed to release music when she put that one out. So like going back through and kind of hearing like her story in that and, you know, kind of her like process, like self growth and confidence, like, yeah, that, that joint is crazy. I I always was interested in Kesha, but never listened to her. Cause like the only thing I heard from her was TikTok. Um, yeah. But I remember my friend Forrest, he told me like one of his first concerts he went to was a Kesha concert. And I was like, like oh this is strange like he likes like like the smiths and um and um uh a bunch of like other bands of that like kind of genre as well um misfits and other bands like that so i was like i was like huh i was like i wonder like i was trying to imagine him at a kesha concert jumping up and down on tiktok but she has a diverse range of music which i i, I never knew like i definitely want to dive into it to see like what she's talking about yeah, yeah. Emmy, you, you got to tell your your Kesha concert story. <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, uh, Ohio State, I, I'm an Ohio State alum, graduated in 2019. Um, but in 2016, for their welcome back, like, concert that, like, OUAB, like, puts on every year. It's like a student organization that, like, you know, puts on the the free concerts and things for, for all of the students. It was Kesha. And, like, same thing. This is, like, kind of... This is like right, and and Alex now is like a Kesha expert, so he can fact check me. But this was like right after kind of all of the legal stuff was kind of. I think she was like finally allowed to like talk about it and like be just like, um, you know, like start touring again and like making you know like whatever. So pretty fresh out of it, and like I think this was like before. Also, she like went to like got like I because I, I know she kind of went to some intensive therapy and stuff too this is kind of in that that window right so but she was Ohio State's pick and same thing yeah my friends and I were all like I mean great like free concert TikTok like this is this is awesome like you know great um she was so entertaining like immaculate performer um she did, however, get like a little, a little, a little inebriated, a little sauced up on the stage, which like, you know, it happens, you know, it's, she's been, you know what, she's, she's had a, a lot on her plate. She's going through a lot. So like, you know, let, let her cook. It's fine. You guys. Yeah. This um, <laughs> is you explaining it to the rest of the crowd. <laughs> yes. Precisely. You turned around everyone. You're like, guys, it's fine. Every, everyone, everyone is okay. We'll be already, but you're just like, no, I'm let no, her cook. She's fine. Guys, let her cook. Guys, she's fine. But she like, at one point she like got her bottle of water, you know, she's, she's hydrating in between songs and she like puts the water in her mouth. And I'm like way, I'm in, it's at the Chauncey Center and I'm like in the nosebleeds. Like my friends and I did not advocate for good seating. Like we're going to go late. We're going to take wherever we can go and, and have fun. And so we're, we're sitting high up. So I'm seeing all of this on like a, like a jumbotron screen. 
right? But she puts like she she takes a sip of water and or she gives this whole speech about how she is like a mother bird and we are all her her baby birds. And she takes a sip of water and then she spits the water into the mouths of the the students in the front row. It was it was actually really beautiful. Um, you know, it was a huge woman empowerment moment. And that's and that's and, how COVID started. And <laughs> then she, and that's how COVID started. And then she and then she left the stage like right after that and took like a 20 minute break. And then she comes <laughs> and then she comes back on and this like neon sign, like this ominous sign, like lowers from the top of the stage. And it just says, fuck the world, like really big. And it just lowers out. And I, I mean, I, I'm assuming Ohio State had no idea she was doing this. Like, I don't think they, the university approved of any of this happening. I'm like thinking about like Dr. Drake, who was like the president at the time, like watching this all go down. He's at the concert in a tank top. <laughs> he's got, yes. he's got glitter on. Yes. So he came. He he had his little like like his little like monster like poster. He was ready. Um, yes. And then proceeded to do this like this beautiful ballad version of Timber, like the Pipple song that she mm. has. It was it was such a moment. Um, so much glitter was released at the end that I don't think she's ever allowed to perform at the university again. Um, but I'm gonna consider it a huge win in my book. So. That's my Kesha experience. Would see her again like, a million times over. I feel like she came there. She did what she had to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, mean, I think, yeah, that was like the, because I think after that, Ohio State had really good, that was like the golden era, the the last cutoff of the Ohio State really good uh, concerts. Because um, even the spring show they had, this was crazy. It was, and it was for free, free for students. It was Cashmere Cat was the opener. And then it was ASAP Ferg and Ray Shrummers in the parking lot <laughs> at the shoe. It was nuts. Wow. So at that time, I worked at Urban Outfitters. Um, I didn't go to Ohio State. I went to um, Franklin. But um, I was working there, and it was just about clothes. And Sway Lee walks in, and like no one knew who he was except me. And there's like no one else in the store. So I was like, I was like, yo, I talked to Raj, like, yo, that's 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 Sway Lee, that's a rapper. I was like telling people around me and like, oh, that's that's him, that's him. So we all got pictures of him. Um, he was a very nice guy. He had this huge bodyguard with him. Um, and he was just like buying a bunch of stuff. Just he was like, Oh, give me that, give me that, give me that. And his bodyguard was like his his mom just carrying it for him. It was super sweet. So he he bought a bunch of stuff and he's like, yeah, I just like to throw this out at the concert for people, um, you know, just like a little gift for them, like as 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 we're performing. So we we're like, oh, that's so sweet. He took pictures and he left. He's like, all right, bye guys. I'm like, oh my, Sway Lee, it's amazing. <laughs> the Urban Outfitter T-shirt toss. <laughs> yeah, it was so sweet. Sway Lee doing free charity, like charity work at Urban Outfitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh. For like all of the like kids that like ninety percent like don't even know the music at all. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I was like, that was a good interaction. So wow. wait, but it was was it Slim Jimmy and uh, Sway Lee at the show, or was it yes. just? Oh my gosh! Wow! Shout yes, out Slim yes, Jimmy. Yes, ASAP Ferg like was before them. It was nuts. It was like what a moment. I'm trying to think what 
What year was that? What? What ASAP just? Okay. So what so was that like, like? Oh my God, that's 2017 ASAP Ferg. That, that might be um, um, what's that like that slob on a knob thing he did? That was a uh, yeah, Plain Jane. Plain Jane. Was that before that? This is like work remix era, you know. I th- oh I think that's God. still I, I think that's still in the same. Plain Jane might have been. Oh yeah. His floor seats was 2019. For 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 the I'm a big ASAP Ferg fan, like huge ASAP Ferg listener. Yes, love love Ferg. I'm a huge Ferg listener for obvious reasons, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did the what did the obvious? <laughs> I reasons? was like, I was like, I was like, for no reason. I was like, I was like, what do you mean no reason? I'm like, he's oh, yeah, great. Okay, okay, like yeah, he's yeah, great. Change, I was change, like, change, no, change. I can't. Yeah. You know, he's, I was like, he's the guy. I saw someone like, say. I, there's only one and a half good rappers on the ASAP Bomb, and I feel bad. I just feel like every time I listen to his, like the serotonin just increases tenfold. His ad libs are so fun; like it's just, it's just fun. It's just it's silly good. and fun. Yeah, you know, he's got he's got great energy. He's a fun like we've talked about him on the pod before because he. Was when Elizabeth and I went to the X Games, he was there <laughs> and he yeah. performed. Uh, and like he ended up like, uh, he ended up like making fun of Elizabeth at one point because he saw he was like, she like tripped, uh, because it was like snowy outside and he was like, I saw you slipping. <laughs> and she was like, This is the greatest moment of my life. Mr. But, Berg. Yeah, I like. I mean, I feel like that experience. I was already like a big ASAP Ferg fan, and that that moment just the whole experience of like seeing him <laughs> in that environment of like just where you wouldn't expect him to be was like one of my favorite yeah. things. That's that's exactly where I'd expect him to be at the same time. I don't know. True. You know, he's he loves extreme sports. We'll we'll take it. He's on X Games mode X at all times. Mode. X Games <laughs> mode. My brother and I, my brother and I were just talking to it about him. We were in the car, and um, you were just talking about like just music and just like r- running through. My brother and I love to talk about music, and it's, it's just a great. Um, but we the, the song. I was like, oh, I haven't heard the song forever, and it was Boca Raton. The Boz mm. song with Ferg on it. And I'm like, this mm. is such a sleeper hit. And like the energy is so good. But and I love Boss. So like when I heard, when I heard it together, that's such a such a dope song. I don't think it was on the I think it was on the album, but like, yeah, that's a, such a sleeper hit. Oh, I was just talking about this with my brother like two weeks ago when I was home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so fresh on the mind. And I was like, I gotta go back and listen to this because it's just like instant mood booster mm-hmm. instant i i am out in boca raton i'm having a great time <laughs> like I, I there's a drink in my hand all of a sudden i don't know how this happened but it's great i, I gotta since we were talking about like artists and like like meeting artists and stuff um mm-hmm. liz meeting asap Ferg, have you met an artist in an unexpected place like i know like with alex and i'm, I'm not sure if you emmy like like some of your work may cause you to meet an artist but i'm, I'm not talking about that i'm talking about like you're randomly out and about and you see an artist and like you have like a a quick interaction or maybe like a quick head nod what's up have you had that before yeah um yeah i mean i well i live in los angeles so i feel like it does it happens randomly a lot 
Um, or just like, you know, just, yeah, through work or just through whatever, you know, or you'll see, oh, oh that's so-and-so. Um, I'm trying to think of like the time that was like really meaningful to me. Um, actually I was in Pittsburgh, um, and I guess it would make sense that I, I ran into them or whatever, but I was there to see, um, the 1975 in, when I was in college, this was in 2017. So this is, um, I was, a, I'm a huge fan of theirs. I was before Maddie blew up on TikTok. I've, I've been here. Um, but I was, one. I'm a real one. I've been here since the Tumblr era. Wow. It's been a a long time, but I was in Pittsburgh to see their show because I remember they toured. Um, They didn't have any good, like, I don't think they were, they they only came to Ohio, but they came for like a festival in Cincinnati. Like they didn't have any actual like good dates, like or venues at the time. So I was like, all right, Pittsburgh is the the next best option. And I went with my friend Um, and we went out the night before and we were just walking around on the street and we bumped in to the bass player Ross um, for the band, which was really cool for me. And it was like, most things like, it's like, I, like I was like, kind of like your, your Swaley story. It was like, nobody probably would have been like, Oh, that's the bass player for that band. But I was like, mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like this is the bass player of 975. And I like ended up flagging them down. And we like, they were walking into a, a bar that we were like outside of like debating if we were going to go in and they walked in. I was like, we have to go right now. <laughs> like we have to like, just go into the bar and and immediately talk to them. And we did. And it was like, I, of course, in my head, I was like, I probably played that so cool. And I'm probably like, I totally just like word vomited and just like fangirled so hard. Um, but he was super cool. And um, we ended up chatting for like 10 minutes, which was really fun. And just like, yeah, it's like, so it was a, a really surreal moment. I'm sure I'm, I'm probably like, we'll go to bed and I think of another moment where that's happened, but it's like, there's nothing better when you, you, you know, like Alex, you, you said it best, like when you can actually give your heroes flowers, like it's such a cool moment when you can see them and, and actually have a conversation just really, you know, especially for people where, you know, their music, music in general, it's like, especially theirs is so meaningful to your life and, and, you know, has played out in so many different ways where you can actually just be like, Hey, like I'm here to see you, but like, on the stage tomorrow but like the fact that i can talk to you now is so cool and like your music truly just means so much um so that was just a great little moment nice. that's fine Koku, alex maybe yours oh man i haven't had a i haven't had a moment with an artist where uh at least like a like a music artist where i feel like i've been like brave enough to be like yo i fuck with your shit like i feel like it's usually been like oh my god let me try and like act quote unquote normal and mm-hmm. like not uh not cause a stir but um this was probably when was this it would have been like 2016 so it's like grad i'd graduated from college was living out in colorado and my homie Taylor, he was out in LA and we're like, yo, we gotta, you know, find a way to like hang out. Cause we spent like all of college, like with each other all the time. And then we're apart. And so I planned a trip out to LA. Um, it was like right after, I think this would have been like right after the 2016 election maybe. Um, and so went out there and like 
didn't really know what to expect. I think it was my first time out in LA. Um, but we were like, we were like church boys at the time and his church out there had like this, uh, I think they had like their 20th anniversary or whatever. And so we get dressed up, we go to this event, have hors d'oeuvres, drinks, whatever, but they didn't have like actual food, which like I need something in my stomach or else like I become not myself. And so um, I was like, I, we got to the end of that event and I was like out, out of my mind hungry. Like, I was like, wherever we go next, like there needs to be food or this isn't going to go well. And so I'm a munch. (laughs) Give me, yo, I'm trying to nom nom. (laughs) And so we go to this bar and we're like, we're, we go to this bar and we get there and like, there are a few folks from like, from the church event that were there just hanging out. And we go up to the top floor uh, and the waiters are like, sorry, like our kitchen's closed. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And so we sit down with like, there was some like other, some other dudes up there who like, uh, like I remember seeing at the event. So we like sit with them and I'm like sitting I'm sitting on like the side of the table, kind of looking out. There was sort of like, you could kind of look down from like where we were at up top and kind of like see like out below and like what was going on. So I'm just like mindlessly staring like into the abyss and just dead eyes, nothing, nothing going on. And so, uh, but I noticed that Taylor has like moved uh, into like the side of the table like behind me uh and he scoots in next to somebody and starts talking to him and i'm like who is that i turn around and it's justin bieber he's just sitting there i had no clue i was so hungry that i had no clue we had just sat down with justin bieber and i turn around and like don't even have time to like think i was just like oh what's up man my name's alex and we end up having like a five minute conversation. He's like, what are you doing out in LA? I'm like telling him about it. But it was like the most just like for an artist at that time, of like that, like magnitude to just like have no clue that they were there the whole time, like hiding in plain sight. Uh, still to this day, like blows my mind. And the last image that I got of him was as we were leaving his g-wagon is parked out front of the club and he is on top of the hood he's sitting on top of the hood like holding a pizza above his mouth and just like <laughs> dropping it in like and that's money yes <laughs> like it was the most cartoonish thing i've ever seen and i was like that's the way that was that's the way this was supposed to end <laughs> And you were full. You didn't need to eat anymore after seeing yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, "Thank you, like, thank I'm, you, Justin." I'm, I'm fed. Justin's riding off in a yeah. wagon. Yeah, I, I, 
I got that yummy, yummy. Thank you. Yeah, he gave me some peaches, didn't he? <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> he said he was the mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really good. They're, good. they're just like us, you know? Just like us. <laughs> just like us. Speaking, speaking, of, uh, speaking of celebrities, stars, uh, Coachella lineup just dropped at the time recording this dropped yesterday. How are we feeling? First, first reactions. Oh, I mean, no. the I, vibes are, the vibes are low. You ever want something so are... bad that you can and you can't get it. <laughs> That's me. First and foremost, oh. I'm so excited for everybody to be out of LA for two weekends in a row. It's just like, I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, oh, silent. Erewhon's Ar- Ar- about to be a, a lonely place. A ghost town. I'm like, who's going to get the Buffalo cauliflower now? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we finally got the, the Frank Ocean headline. We finally got it. So It's happening, apparently. It's, I don't know if he knows that he's headlining, but he's not I don't up. think he knows. No. <laughs> I actually was talking. <laughs> oh shit, that's me. Run, run on stage. <laughs> I was actually talking about this um, with Ashley um, on the phone yeah, this shout morning. Out. We were, shout out, shout out, Doctor Weaver, huge hey. fan. We love your work. Um, and I, we were saying, I was just like, what if, if like nothing is off the table, unreleased, like featured, whatever. Like, what would be? your Frank Ocean set list. Like, how would you put this together? Like I've seen oh. a lot of on my side of the, you know, I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, the, the discourse around, you know, the, the, the conundrum of how to put together like the era's tour set list. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you put together a, a festival head? Like a fest. So it's already, you're already like time is your enemy on this. Mm-hmm. How do you put together your dream Frank Ocean headlining set list? Nothing is off the oh table. Oh my god! All right, I think here's how I think we should do this. How are you answering it so fast? <laughs> I need a, Yo, need a, no. Here's <laughs> what here's, here's what I think we should do. So, I think we have Lauren to go. Visited Alex in his sleep last night. <laughs> I think I think we need to go with like the three songs you like feel like he would finish with. And we just go song for song, three rounds right now. I, I at the end, what about the opener? There's so much like there's because I've I've clearly I've already thought about this, seeing as I had a conversation with Ashley about this. My heart's literally still, racing. I can't do this, <laughs> Alex. You know I don't like stuff like this. I'm we sorry. Go, I think we can go three songs at any point during the set. Either <laughs> way, I just want to know what are the three songs you would want to hear slash think he would play. Can I? Can I do like set? six? Sure. <laughs> so I'm like trying to be realistic. I feel like he could open with super rich kids. It just it it feel like it feels like it makes sense. I feel like yeah. that's a strong opener. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. yeah. You could really like play that out, right? So I think yeah. you could open with, with super rich kids. I think you could even kind of then once he's already there, he's doing some of the, you know, get get some of the, you know, lost kind of out of the way like right off the bat right um personally like i want to see like are we getting like 
DHL era, Frank, maybe. Oh, man. I even thought, I mean, then, and then, in, and on the, the flip side, if we want to do like a slower open, we could do like white, like go odd future, like right off. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, if I'm seeing Frank Ocean live, could this be Earth? Could this be light? I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean, you know? Jeez. That would break I, me. I think I would die I, right there. I want a I want a bad religion piano ballad. Ooh. I feel like it's second, also, second to last. I want John, I want John Mayer on stage with him. Okay. That'd be nice. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Please. After the uh I'm the, begging. The, okay, right. I got one yeah. for opener. All right, let's hear it. Okay. I think provider would be a nice opening one. I feel Ooh. like that'll be smooth. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll get set set the feeling right. I guess it, it depends on what direction we're going as well. I, yeah, I mean, even like nights could be an opener. I mean, we're immediately then you just vibe shift that, or that could be the halfway point. I think it has to be the halfway point. Right? It has to be the halfway point. Nights would have to be the halfway point. Just, yeah, na- just, narrative wise, it would have to be the halfway point. Okay, be. all right, I I rescind that. I mean, I just want. All those clips that I feel like every few months on the dot, that clip floats around of Frank singing self-control live. And I feel so jealous just watching everybody in the crowd, just enjoying that. And I'm like, I will never, I'll never get to experience this. Don't say that. Don't say that. that. Maybe I should. I need lucky girl syndrome. It's Lucky Girl Syndrome 2023. This is it. This is, that's the mantra. Um, I'm lucky. Everything will go in my favor. What about like unreleased? Like, like could could we get John Mayer and Frank to do American Wedding? Am I oh asking for too God. much? I, that's digging deep. Am I don't know. Am I, I asking for too deep. much? I, that's I, deep for Coachella. Wise man, am I asking for too much? Yes. Oh, uh, give me give me anything of Nostalgia Ultra. Please and thank you. I think the best we want to get is Novocaine because I mean he matches. Yeah. Of course, we got the Coachella. <laughs> um, I, I really want to hear it close to you. I think that's that's one of my favorite songs. I'm not sure if it's gonna be in the set list, but that's one of my favorite Frank songs of all time. So that'll be dope. Let me get let me get a a duet, Frank and Rosalia, dear April. Oh. Like Kayendo would be great with Celia like, on it. Oh my god! What if what if we did like a okay duet on 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 the theme of duet? What if we did Frank and James Blake Godspeed? Ooh! Send every, everyone home crying. Oh right my now. god! That just did something to me. My goodness! <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, Trigger the warning. festival like dust just engulfs the festival. People disappear. That's the it's the yeah, end. That's it. this is the last Coachella. This is it, you guys. This is this Yo, is I it. And then Blake. and then Bjork rises from the ashes <laughs> with, 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 with Ethel Kane. Bruh, is Ice Spice at Coachella? <laughs> no, I don't. I saw someone post a, a picture of the headlighting act of Ice Spice. I don't Yo. think so, though. Somebody's got to get her. Not yet. I need Ice Spice and the Gorillas. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, okay. Give me, give me something. 
Give yeah, me something I mean, unexpected. I feel, like, I feel like Ice Spice and Gorillas would be like um, when Jay Z did that tour of Leakin Park. Like I feel like that's a, <laughs> that's a new era. That's this, the that's the equivalent. It's the equivalent. It's if we Madison get it, Square oh Garden, my God. Ice wow. Spice and Gorillas at Madison Square Garden. Feel good ink featuring Ice Spice. That is feel, crazy. Like, I I need to like the feel good transit. Like, how are we going to do the transition into Bikini Bottom? That's what I need to know yeah. right now. I'm working on that tonight. I'm working on yeah. that tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the BPM? Right. <laughs> the... Oh it's my like, like God! TikTok mashups that should be illegal. Yes, that's the one. That is that alter, is the mashup that's going to alter my brain all. chemistry. Oh my gosh! Wow. No. I'm also. Were there any, I mean, there's a lot of damn artists on this flyer, but was there anybody that outside of Frank that surprised you? I, um, I, I saw Frank and blacked out. That's the only person I saw. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That's what happened. Um, Bjork was a shock to me. I was, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Um, I'm, I think that Ethel Kane's name should be bigger. Personally, maybe there's some bias there. I don't know. Yeah, very, very tiny name. Um, Penny I'm Beats excited. name is bigger. <laughs> I'm really excited about Black Pink headlining. I think it's such a really like dope moment to have just like a female K-pop band, especially the first K-pop headliner ever um, for Coachella, yeah, which cool. is really exciting. So, and the Bad Bunny headliner with Black Pink. I feel like it's a... It's a nice kind statement of, on where music's going. A little niche, but I'm like literally over the moon, over the moon about the Boy Genius reunion on this. Ooh, yeah. So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Because I even, I just saw Lucy Dacus live recently and it was amazing and I cried the entire time. Um, and I was just like, come on, give us, give us Phoebe, bring, come on, give us Julian, bring him out. I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Please, bring him out. Please. I was, I'm like, I need, you know, um, like, uh, catch him Idaho. Like I need this so bad. Oh. Um, when I saw Phoebe Bridgers, um, she did me and my dog and it was just amazing. But the, the thought of having all of them on stage at once, just like, that's and a... my, like astral projects my heart out of my body. It's um, too much. I'm such a sad girl. So like, but then yeah, I think it would be hard emotionally to go from like, imagine like going from the boy genius set to like Rosalia. Like, how do you back to back me and my right. dog and and Moto Mommy? Like, how do you do that? Right. Like that's just a lot of. That is just a. It's a journey. I don't know if my body could take. Excited. Uh, just uh, intrigued about like labyrinth. Like, do we think? Yeah. Like, cause I, Labyrinth has done a lot of really cool work and just even a lot, like I, like just some of the, you know, even like some of his old like project, like on the weekend, um, stuff like he's done, he's just like a really cool artist and whatever, but like, I'm curious for the, just like the, uh, the crowd appeal, like, do we think it'll be very like euphoria heavy? Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I think. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around like who goes to Coachella at this point. Like, I know obviously like influencers, like I feel like there's always like that content on YouTube or whatever, but like just for a a, a casual, 
someone like myself, like who goes to Coachella at this point? Well, it's so hard. And I talk about this because like, I mean, would I like to go? Absolutely. Could I technically go? Yeah. Like it, first of all, it's so expensive. It's like, they've, they've basically just created like an entire new tier of just like, you know, eligibility and like concerts. I mean, everything is so expensive in general and like now, but like, I think to, to do Coachella, like, 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 uh, more on like the conservative side, you're, you're still 1500 in minimum. Like, because the, the GA, they don't do, they don't do single day tickets. So you can't like, which I think is like such a great appeal that like Lollapalooza has, for example, it's like you can right. buy a one day pass or whatever. You have to buy the full wristband and market value is like four, four fifty, four four fifty. So if you don't get it, like right when it drops, it's like, then the resale is like six, $700. Right. Oh my God. And, Damn. and then you have to get to the desert. Right. Um, right. <laughs> you have to stay there. Um, food. It's just, it's a whole, you're out the outfits. It's a, it's a very financially restrictive thing. Um, yeah. And also it's just, it's become just like a brand playground now. Right. Which is I such just a, think like my, I, I think I was saying this on the podcast about the, Kid Cudi Festival, which is like nowhere close to even the the magnitude of that. But like there is a certain like physical commitment to going to a music festival that and just like physical, mental, like there's such a commitment that goes into that that I just I think at this like I'm not old by any means, but like I just don't know if I could handle it. Like to be in that environment for that long, like having to withstand either the like the environment that you're in or just the amount of people that you're around. Like there's just a lot at the expense of hopefully getting to like hear and enjoy the artists that you love most it's a lot uh, the last time i did a festival was lollapalooza in 2016 and i think i'm still recovering <laughs> just Bro, my, mentally my physically and that was a, that was their first ever four-day festival so i did four days do it, how did that did you have like housing out there did you camp like what does that even no. look like so me and seven friends split a standard double bed hotel room. Oh my so God. it was just just chaos. <laughs> we took a we took a mega bus there from Cleveland. It was just it was a whole thing. And this I was is... like I was like seventeen or eight, I was seventeen at the time, so I was like, "This is the best weekend yeah, of this, my life." This is what dreams life. are made of. <laughs> this is it. This is. I'm in Chicago. I'm staying at a hotel room. I'm sleeping on the floor with all my friends. We're at yeah. a we're at a music festival. It was, you know. What but could, now I be better. I think I came home and I literally slept for eighteen consecutive hours. Yeah, rightfully so. I'm easy. The lineup that year was great, though. So you know, it was it worth it? Yes. Will I do it again? 
who was the who was the best performance like what was the best performance you saw um i'm just gonna i can even like just rattle off like the like we got uh lana del rey which was great um i know um during like the ultra violence era which was amazing actually 1975 lana del rey went back to back on the same stage so i didn't have to move um <laughs> which was amazing you couldn't move, <laughs> you couldn't move. Um, i mean like it's so sad but also so grateful mac miller uh we saw we got future chance the rapper this is also like chance the rapper like coloring book era like amazing peak, peak. it was like it was just a party it was great lcd sound system um red hot chili peppers um uh vince staples flume uh oh. dua lipa the xx it was just like it was it was amazing it was great Yo, are Dua Lipa and Jack Harlow still dating? Do we know? That's, yeah, didn't he write? Did he write the song about her? Yeah, trying to do more with you than just a feature. <laughs> Jack Jack Harlow actually started Lucky Girl Syndrome. Did you guys know that? <laughs> he manifested this. <laughs> he manifested this. What is Lucky Girl Syndrome? <laughs> it is this no. like TikTok trend that these like two girls they like posted this video essentially just being like we like go by this thing called like lucky girl syndrome which is like pretty much just telling yourself like i'm lucky like everything will work out in my favor like some variation of that but it ended up like turning into this like whole thing where like a bunch of people have now like posted either like videos about it or okay. whatever but yeah it's all like positive attitude hey, i like that. manifestation like type that. stuff that's yeah. good good for the environment yeah. <laughs> committing to the delusion but like in a healthy way yeah hey we're all in it might as well you know <laughs> no lucky girl syndrome that's i i'm i'm a i'm a believer i'm i'm, I'm about it I, I saw a tiktok recently that's saying that the next step of nihilism is absurdism so just get weird, man. Just get weirder. Yeah, it, just it makes it better. Loopy doopy. And I, I've been feeling that. So if I start getting weird, <laughs> just uh, yo. I'm about to get weird, man. Just yo, weird. just publish. Let's just post this whole episode in reverse <laughs> on some just Kendrick see. album. This is about to be weird. Wait, have y'all have y'all seen the TikTok? that my one of my homies sent this to me yesterday but it's all of like you know how like spotify does those like made for you playlists mm -hmm. but it was like if you type in like made for you into your search bar like all these different like playlists will pop up mm -hmm. so it's like evil mix like mine are oh. like evil mix anti-anxiety mix healing mix so like they start out pretty tame and then like you keep going down and then i had one that was like a spotify blend playlist of like my music and yoda's wait i have yoda like, from yeah from, from from star wars yes and then there's like oh my yes. god <laughs> and then there's like the there's like the milk mix 
Ew. There's like a power violence mix. Oh, I got goblin like, core mix. <laughs> yeah, goblin core. Does anyone there was have pirate also, mix? I got pirate mix. Anyone have bubble I was, grunge? I got sensual I, mix. I got oh. a, a <laughs> Megan the Stallion and Alex playlist. Hey, shout out Megan. Oh. Me and Megan made a playlist together. I'm jealous. Hey, you'll have your chance. You guys had spooky forest mix or just me? <laughs> I got, I, I got spooky forest. I got sad Missouri. Ooh, spooky evil jazz mix. I'm I'm about to get sad, into that. Sad Missouri yeah. is the is the antithesis of House on Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> evil oh, spooky jazz mix is Koku. That feels like that one is actually made for you. I'm kind of scared. I see something I, called I, I see I see something called clown core, and I'm <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, have, I have fast clown music. Oh. I got y'all got y'all got egg punk. Ew. <laughs> hey, let's stop right there. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Goku podcast. You got, that, you got that grease Halloween mix? I had that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Episode, what was it? 39? 39. 39. 39. Yo, it's been great having you, Emmy. Um happy to be here. <laughs> where can the people find you? You can find me. I'm I'm Emmy Reed everywhere. Um, e M M E R E E D. Lots of E's, but um, that's me. You can find me. Keep up with me. I'm hey. here and there, everywhere. Los Angeles, Ohio. Who knows where next? Wow. By by coastal. <laughs> by coastal. That's me. But thank wow. you guys for having me. This is so fun. Of course. I'm going to agonize course. over over the Frank Ocean set now for yeah. the rest of. Yo eternity the 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 beauty of the the beauty of having guests on the podcast is we always have to end up in some form of group chat with them which just becomes like another level of friendship that uh just brings all of my favorite people into one place which is really i feel like for koku and i both is like our our master plan with all of this is to like just have all of our friends be friends and we just get to we just get to witness it so yeah so thank dumb. you for being on today look forward uh, one day the alex and koku rap party friends of alex and koku yo the friends the, of alex and koku festival the live the live recording needs to happen that's happen i'm today. lucky i'm lucky girl syndrome in that it's gonna happen re- some would no. call it the re the reunion episode. I like Ooh. that. I like that. Alex, where can they find you at? Yo, Lewis Alex Ten on all Put the things. Up. Put your tens uh, up. Subscribe to the the Substack. Bozos, uh, subscribe to that Substack. Subscribe to the Substack. Bozos, yeah. AlexLewis.substack.com. Uh, tap in, drop in essays, drop in things that i'm listening to and all that stuff you know take it or leave it so uh feels like yeah, home that's me feels, feels like, like home. home feels like home hey but uh koku how about yourself uh just kenny samoa k-e-n-i then samoa like the cookie you can find me on instagram tiktok soundcloud and bandcamp um i don't check my soundcloud often but i checked it today and someone commented under my one of my songs and all they said was 
rad. <laughs> I was like, this, <laughs> this felt good. Tight. This is tight. it. I never, been, I never been called rad before. So I was like, I'm going to carry right. that with me for the yeah. rest of my life. That's all I need for the, to boost me for the year. I was like, you know what? I might be fired, but guess what? I've been called, I was called rad. Rad. <laughs> rad. <laughs> out where you can find me. Um, and check out the Alex and Kofu podcast Instagram account. You know, Alex has that pop in every day. And um, he's a mastermind when it comes to this. That's 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 my Finsta account. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tap in. I always right know before. when... <laughs> I always know when it's an Alex or it's a Koku post. I can I can always tell. I'm like, this is Alex's handiwork right here. Give me some rats. <laughs> I can just tell. I was like, this, oh man, this is Alex. I love commenting on it. That's my favorite thing to do. It's it's so good. Yo, if if Koku's not in the Fatia's fantasy world comments, he's in the Alex and Koku comments acting a fool. Yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> Fatia, let me let me become an admin to your account. <laughs> this is my plea. Yo, there was a when Ethel Kane posted her Coachella uh graphic yesterday, one of the uh who was it? It was like Saint Deep Throat or something, like commented in the like Ethel Kane comments and was just like purr. And <laughs> I was talking to Elizabeth and the homie Mary about it. And Elizabeth had like Shut brought up. up that comment and I was like Oh, that's one of the Patia's Fantasy World admins. <laughs> and Elizabeth was like, the fact that you know that is terrifying. Hey, we love all of them. Patia, we love right. them all. Yes, Shout we out. love them all. Shout out. Well, Alice and Koku, episode 39. Peace, y'all. Peace. 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 Peace.